This episode of I Work For Him is brought to you by SaferNet, online at safernet.com. You've tuned in to I Work For Him, the voice of collaboration for the faith and work movement. We are your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg, and our mission is to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. What does that look like in your workplace? Well, let's find out right now. You know, Jesus prayed in John 17, starting with verse 20. I do not pray for these followers only, as he talks to his disciples. I pray for those who will put their trust in me through their teaching they have heard. That would be us. May they all be as one, Father, as you and me, and I am in you. May they belong to us. Then the world will believe that you sent me. Wow, what a, what a caveat. That we walk in unity and that the world will actually believe in Jesus and believe that the Father sent Jesus because we walk in unity. But what does that really look like to be part of the unity of the body of Christ? What does selfless collaboration really look like in the kingdom on earth? Have you ever seen it? Have you ever experienced it? Is it really possible? Just because we say we're working in collaboration with others, does it mean we're truly looking out for the greater result that two or more can make over what we can do separately? What do you have to give up? What do you have to give up in order to collaborate? Are there any answers to any of these questions? What does this have to do with living out of your faith at work? Well, today, Catherine Gates joins us from the Polish Network, a network dedicated to Christian working women for encouragement and for the building of collaboratories. Well, Catherine Gates is going to explain today. Catherine, welcome back to I Work For Him. Thanks so much for having me. It's great to be with you guys again. Catherine, three years ago, you became the executive director for Women in the Marketplace out of Cincinnati, Ohio. Why did you take that job? You know, I have to tell you guys, I loved working for Work Matters, which is where I was before that opportunity came up. I loved being part of the team. I loved the collaboration that we experienced on the team. But God put a tremendous burden on my heart for working women. I just kept hearing from women the need that they felt for community with other Christian working women who cared about integrating their faith at work. And he even led me, the Holy Spirit led me to write a book for Christian working women at the Confidence Cornerstone, A Woman's Guide to Fearless Leadership, which was published in November of 2020. So as much as I had hoped to serve working women through Work Matters, God closed that door and opened the door with women in the marketplace. And so I took that job because I saw the need. I felt God put that burden on my heart to participate in meeting that need. And so I went for it as as a step of obedience. You know, and there's so much that we've already covered, actually, and what God did during that time in past um, interviews that we've done together with you, Catherine. But in July of 2023, another change um, happened, and that was where women in the marketplace merged with the Polish Network. Why did that happen? We got introduced to Polished really almost right after I joined Women in the Marketplace. And I was able to, having worked with the Work Matters Conference, help them with their very first Boldly Conference, just sharing connections, ideas, resources to help them make that more successful. And so what that led to was us actually collaborating with them on Boldly 2022. I mean, like really getting into the project together fully. I was on the team helping recruit speakers and and just manage the speakers. Um, When we would meet, you wouldn't know that there were people from two different organizations in the Zoom room. You know, it really looked like we all worked as one. And so it was so successful. That conference went so well, and we really enjoyed the work that we did together. So Kathy Book, the founder of Women in the Marketplace, you know, she was never in it 
to build a big organization. She's always been collaborative and she just really wanted to serve the needs of working women. She really felt the Holy Spirit led her to pursue the idea of merging the two organizations into one. Um, since we both have a heart for collaboration, I was all on board. And, um, and then we brought Tracy Matthews in from Attune to bring the two leadership from the two organizations together to really pray through that and seek the Holy Spirit, seek God's guidance. And I'll tell you what, we didn't all go in with the same ideas of what would come of it. But through that prayer session and really, really, truly seeking God, we all came away from it saying, you know what? This is what God wants. And so, so that's why we went for it, you know, because we do believe that when we work together, we are better. Now, for the listeners that can't see my face, sarcasm noted coming up here quick. So you're no longer the executive director. You were executive director of Women in the Marketplace, and now you're the vice president of business partnerships. Many would say you were nuts to give up the title and prestige of an executive directorship. In the name of collaboration, what would you say to them? I don't care about a title. I care about being obedient and meeting the needs of working women. And if that means I'm working for another executive director, which by the way, Amy Cedrone, I couldn't find a better person to work for and with. She's, she's wonderful and amazing. And it's just the, the best experience. Um, but I would say that not only are we able to meet the needs of working women better together, but I just love being part of the team. I love being able to see everybody thrive in their gifts. I actually love not having to wear a whole bunch of different hats and be able to focus on being strategic about building business partnerships and helping grow um, leadership in women. Mm-hmm. That's so exciting to hear that you honestly believe that, that it's not about the title, it's about what you're able to accomplish. And you know that is what we want our listeners to hear because it's, it's about the heart and the heart of the matter. And it's funny that we're talking about laying down titles because that's so countercultural. In our culture is all about what's next and, and the, the higher title or whatever. We recently did something very countercultural, and that was to let go of a company that we had been utilizing for over 20 years. We knew we needed to make a change when we discovered that our cell phone service provider was supporting anti-biblical causes with our monthly fees. And so Patriot Mobile is now our new cellular service provider. And they are the only Christian conservative wireless carrier. So just think now a portion of every dollar earned by them goes to organizations that we can actually believe in and that we um, align with. And if you go to patriotmobile.com forward slash I work for him, you will find out for yourself about the great service, the fair pricing, and the support that they are giving to those that we believe in, and even I work for him. And there are so many workplace believers that can hear about their workplace mission field because that now would be supporting the very cause that we're um, promoting every day. So that's just something that we're really excited about. And I just encourage you to check out the show notes and see the links there. That's patriotmobile.com forward slash I work for him. All right, Catherine, now that the merger is completed and women in the marketplace and polished are one, what advantages have you seen coming from the setting aside of yourself for the greater good of other women? For one thing, since we're one organization, we're able to better utilize the talent on the team. So like I said, one, I don't have to wear all the different hats. 
I can focus on strategic relationships, on helping women grow as leaders, on using the gifts that I have to build relationships. Um, our, our polished podcast cast host, Jane Dorman, she had actually um, put, God put it on her heart to start the God's Word at Work podcast in 2023. And so now she's transitioning to relaunching the Polished podcast as our host in 20, in January 2024. And so we're super excited about being able to use her talents that way. But we've also expanded what we have to offer women. So under one organization, instead of having to go to two separate organizations, we now still have the Polished chapters where women can, can join in community with other working women. We've got the Boldly Conference, and we also have expanded Bible study resources. and. Um, of course, we have our leadership development programs, including our our collaboratories. So let's talk about that for a minute. Your collaboratories are something new that has been emerging. So tell us a little bit about that. I'm super excited about the WIM collaboratories. And right now we're calling them WIM collaboratories. We may eventually change that name, but it's it's just sort of a, a carryover from what we had started launching while we were at, at Women in the Marketplace. But they are leadership peer groups that are designed for women at any level of leadership. And so typically these kinds of groups have been available to C-suite executives and they've, they've been predominantly men, even though they are open to women. I've been part of some of those groups and they're incredibly beneficial. But at the same time, women can gain tremendous benefit from being part of a group like that that's made up of all women. And so we felt very strongly about having groups for women that were um, available to women at all levels of leadership, from diverse backgrounds, at diverse, with diverse experience, to grow together and learn from one another. When you say collaboratories, I naturally go to collaboration. Are they really accomplishing collaboration between all the people that are inside these collaboratories? Or are you teaching yeah. collaboration? Well, what is it? That's good. Uh, first of all, I do want to say, as long as we're using the term collaboratory still, I want to give credit where credit is due. Chuck Proudfit from At Work On Purpose came up with that term, and they also have collaboratories that are open-ended and ongoing. But we don't have two words we have to give Chuck Proudfit credit for, business tree and collaboratories? <laughs> yeah, yes. I'm does he have a signal? <laughs> in Webster's, does it say, and Chuck Proudfit made up these words? Probably. I mean, I know business tree is his word, but collaboratories? <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah. Chuck, way to go, buddy. Yeah, yeah. So, so actually, um, what, you know, we're really created to grow in community. And so, yes, this is um, a great opportunity for women to collaborate in their growth. You know, all the leadership development that we've created, it's a 12-month program for up to 12 women, uh, is based on the stories of Jesus in the Gospels. And so that's one way they're collaborating is through their growth and sharing what they're seeing, what they're learning, and and kind of wrestling with the questions and challenges with one another. But also there's a mastermind component where each woman has an opportunity to present a business problem or a goal or a challenge that she's facing and present it to the group and, and then just get questions from the group so she can kind of dive into things that she may be making assumptions about or hasn't thought about. And then hear their experience related to what she's wrestling with. And so um, they are collaborating in terms of just working through those problems and challenges and goals, but also they're encouraged to meet with one another in between the monthly sessions. And we'll put the link in the show notes, Catherine, but just you have that a new collaboratory starting up pretty soon, which is just something I 
I want our listeners to know because this is not like this mystery secret that, you know, we don't really want to tell them how to get, we want them to know how to get involved and to take that next step. So just quickly address that. That's right. We have three different collaboratories happening in three different cities in person. We're about to launch an online collaboratory starting Tuesday, April 9th. So people can join from any part of the country. I'm actually going to be talking to a woman from England later this week about um, her interest in it. So any part of the world. Um, but yes, it'll be monthly meetings and it will be online. And we will, um, my co-leader co, uh, and I are thinking about ways to really make this a unique experience because it is online to mm-hmm. take advantage of really building those relationships. So is there a link that we could tell people that how they want find out more about the collaboratories from Polish Network? polishnetwork.org slash collaboratories. And um, there'll be a there'll be one box there that says online collaboratories. That's probably the one you want to click on, although there will be others starting both online and in different cities. We're also very interested in talking to people who are interested in facilitating in their city. Hmm. So you've got openings in, so you're right now, you said in three cities. So there's still 19,000 577 cities still left open for <laughs> Polish Network to open bet, collaboratories. I bet you could even have more than one collaboratory in a city too. I bet you, they're bigger than others. Yes. Yeah. But you know, I just love your heart of all of that, Catherine, that at Polish Network, there's no limit to what God can do and the resources that you can make available for women. And because of where we're at in life right now, virtual is a is an amazing option for people that just don't have that other option in person right now for one reason or another. So as long as we're talking about events and things on your website, give us a quick little blurb about the Boldly Conference for this year. Yes, the fourth annual Boldly Conference is Friday, October 18th in Dallas, Texas, actually Bentry Bible Fellowship in Carrollton, just outside of Dallas. We are so excited. Our theme this year is Boldly Unified. So very appropriate to the opening scripture. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and very, very needed. And so we really are looking forward to bringing that theme to life, both in the conference experience and through our speakers that include Kat Armstrong, Sharon Hody Miller, Nikki Lawrence, president of e-commerce at Black and Decker, Jenny Catron, CEO of For- Foresight Group, Meredith King from Integris, Lisa Nichols, CEO of Technology Partners and more. So, um, yeah, we are, we are busy building out that roster, getting ready to announce the speakers. So you can learn more at boldlyconference.com. Again, it's Friday, October 18th. All right, before we end this segment, and we're going to talk more in the next segment, more about what unity and collaboration may or may not look like. When a woman, a, a Christian working woman, joins, gets involved in the Polish Network, whether she gets involved in a collaboratory or not, their lives are impacted. Do you got any life impact stories you could share with our audience today? Oh, I'll tell you. I mean, um, with the chapters, I mean, there are women who have said, you know, that they felt so isolated before they found their Polish chapter. And they finally found a community of women who they felt they could really connect with to um, encourage one another and um, certainly learn from the speakers about what it even looks like to lean on Jesus. Just, it's just been so encouraging to see how, um, how much people are finding um, those, those relationships that they've been so hungry for. In the collaboratories, the very first sessions of all the three collaboratories that just started back in the fall, 
it, we, all the facilitators were blown away by how vulnerable and open the women were with all these women that they're meeting for the first time. And I think that does speak for the fact that we do create a safe environment, but it, I think it also speaks to the fact that women are so hungry for that kind of connection with other working women that they feel that they mm-hmm. can be authentic and real with. And so that's, that's really what we hear a lot from, from people who are involved with Polished. You know, I love the fact that you've got so many things on the horizon. You've got this online collaboratory for the Polish Network. You've got the Boldly Conference, which Martha and you have gone together so many times. And it's been such a great opportunity for Martha. I, I, I love it. I'm frankly, just a little jealous, but, you know, guys are not allowed. But when I think about this, I realize that we don't always know what's on the horizon. And, and I think that that's important to know because we need to be prepared for what's unexpected and try to protect against things that we don't want to disrupt God's plan. That's why we use SaferNet VPN at iWorkForHim and at home. Their VPN makes it easy to set it up and stop attackers before they get in and disrupt the important work that each one of us is doing. They also have web filters. They also have antivirus, things that just keep you from being stupid on your computer. Just think about that for a minute. Disruptions are costly in time and resources. And if you ever get one of those viruses that locks up all your files, you'll know about time Mm -hmm. and money. It's time and money we often don't have to waste. Most people I know don't have time to waste. Definitely don't have money to waste. So why not protect the ones you love and prevent disruptions? Check out safernet.com, safernet.com. So Catherine, you are a gatherer of people. Um, What other kinds of collaboration are you working on today with the faith and work movement? Martha, I am so excited. I had this idea, you know, shortly after we announced the merger, we had a couple of organizations reach out to us and say, hey, we need to talk. And I've just wanted so much to get the leaders of some of these organizations together in a room to share our goals, to share our dreams, to to just explore and brainstorm how we might be able to support each other and maybe even work together. And so there is a gathering of women coming together in March in Dallas from 15 different organizations, about 21 leaders, where we will be doing exactly that. And our goal as the host is is one, we're going to participate too, we're bringing in a, a facilitator, but our goal is that all of these leaders of these women's faith and work organizations feel comfortable to phone anybody up that um, they meet over that weekend, to contact them for encouragement, for prayer, to brainstorm, to explore a possible collaboration. Um, And we certainly hope to generate some innovative ideas for how we can collectively increase our impact for working women and God's kingdom. Uh, Go ahead. Did you follow? No, go ahead. Sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. (laughs) We're not going to arm wrestle. So, I mean, I, I love that. I think it's fantastic. And I know that these meetings you've had in the past with gathering people together from multiple organizations have led to really incredible uh, relationships uh, between organizations that you've already been facilitating, Catherine, and we love that. So here's my question, and I want to get just a little, uh, it's maybe just get a little, uh, not edgy, but just maybe a little sandpaper to the audience and really any ministry leaders that are listening today. Do you really think, Catherine, that most Christ followers understand and know what Jesus was talking about in John 17, 20 to 23, about unity and walking in unity? I'm afraid, Jim, that um, we're not really thinking about those scriptures. We're not thinking about that prayer. It's, you know, sometimes I think we read those verses and we just think it's over there, like 
that somehow God's going to magically make it happen. But we need to participate. And so I think we really need to meditate on those verses. I, you know, unfortunately, there is just among Christians, you know, I mean, so much division and we need to be demonstrating unity, just as Jesus said, so that people know that, that, you know, he is the one who has sent us. So, so people know who he is. And so my prayer is that people would take time to study those verses, that we could put our differences aside. We're never going to agree on everything. We're just not. But ca- can we put those differences aside and focus on the main thing? And that is to help more people see Jesus, to see his light, to know him, to see that we are truly loving God and loving people through mm-hmm. the way we lo- live our lives and the way we do our work and the way we want to bring glory to God in our work. You know, I just had this revelation while you were saying that, that so many people are so eager to um, see prophecies in scripture get fulfilled because they're like, okay, the end is closer after this prophecy is fulfilled and this prophecy is fulfilled. It says in that scripture, the world will know that I and the Father are one when the believers come together in unity. That's my my own translation of it. But I mean, it's really... It's really a prophecy that we're not even talking about. It's like, if you really want the world to see the truth, then we need to be in unity. I mean, and it, we need to participate. You know, God didn't, God created us to partner with him. He wants us to work alongside him. It's not, you know, I've been reflecting a lot on, on the whole, you know, with God, all things are possible. You know, it's with God, us partnering with him. It's not him just making all these things happen. He wants us to participate. And so we really need to look at that and pray about God. What is, what is my part in this? Yeah. You know, and we can put a link to the show in the show notes for this, but our first show of the season this year, we talked about that very thing for 2024. It's I work with God. So we talk about I work with him. I work with him, but the him is God, but. You know, so I work with him because our mantra is I work for him because, right. you know, that is that is the heart. But what our actions is not, um, oh, God, I'm going to do this and you can bless it. Or God, you can come along for the ride because I'm doing this thing. We're working together with him for his good. And um, so I love the word with. And um, for a lot of people, they wouldn't understand that as a word of the year, but that, that's where our heart is with. We should have a poster outside. We should. With. I bet you it would get a lot of questions. Uh, yeah, but I'll guarantee in this small town, it definitely would. Mm-hmm. Catherine, for Christian working women everywhere, why should they get involved in the Polish Network right now? I see so many women who are hungry, who feel isolated, and who are looking, where can I find community? And so, this is the reason to get involved with the Polish Network, because we can provide that community. We provide all the support if they don't have a Polish chapter in their city. We provide, in fact, we're about to create some training so that people feel comfortable even starting a small group Bible study in their workplace. Um, and so you, you don't have to figure it out alone. We have lots of resources and lots of connections even you know, I ha- I've had women come to me from different cities and I've been able to point them to organizations that are local to them. And so not only will they find resources at Polished, 
but they will, we can also point them to things that we may not provide or people in their cities that we're connected to. And so don't do this alone. Don't remain isolated. Find community because that is where the growth will happen and you will find, um, you will find life in that community that's Christ centered. Amen. And really, let me just clarify what you're saying, because I really feel like you're saying, you say, don't do it alone. You don't have to be alone living out your faith at work as a Christian working woman. Mm-hmm. There are groups that can be connected, that you can be connected with. But you're saying maybe you've, there's people listening to that, like, I want to start something like this in my town. You don't need to reproduce the wheel. We've already That's got everything right. for you at the Polish Network. Just call us and we'll help get you set up. You don't need to figure it out. We've already got it figured out. You just need to say, okay, God. Amen. Isn't that what you're saying, Catherine? That's it. You got it, Jim. Good. That was free right there. Okay. <laughs> it was all free. That's right. Catherine Gates with the Polish Network online at polishnetwork.org. Check out the collaboratories. Check out the Boldly Conference coming up. Boldlyconference. Is that .com or .org? .com. Yes. .com. That's coming up in October on the 18th in Dallas. Make sure you check it. If you're a Christian working woman, you've got to be there. Catherine, thanks for being here today. Thank you so much for having me. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers, our workplace, it's our mission field, but ultimately, I I work for him. him. This episode of I Work For Him is brought to you by SaferNet, online at safernet.com. Calling all entrepreneurs and parents. Protecting those we love on the internet is important. Safeguard your ventures and loved ones with SaferNet VPN. Our cybersecurity app keeps you safe on any device. Shield your business from cyber threats while ensuring a family-friendly online environment. Simplify your digital life with SaferNet VPN today. Get secured now. Sign up at SaferNet.com. That's SaferNet.com. Did you know that God has a calling on your life? It's true. He's called you to bring Jesus to the world. For some, that may look like a pulpit or a foreign mission field. But for most of us, it looks like a construction site, a cubicle, a hospital, or a classroom. Wherever it is that you work, live, volunteer, and invest, that is your mission field. To learn more about integrating your faith into your work and retirement, check out our books, I Work For Him, She Works For Him, and I Retire For Him by going to iworkforhim.com slash bookstore. Thanks for listening to the I Work For Him podcast with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Please visit iworkforhim.com to learn more about connecting your faith and work, to join the I Work For Him nation, or subscribe to our weekly blog. You can also follow us on social media at I Work For Him to stay up to date and meet our guests. If today's message spoke to you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review will launch more workplace missionaries across America. That's at I Work For Him and online at IWorkForHim.com. I Work, the number four, Him.com. <laughs>